rotate again and we're back at the top of the order. I'm Ground Control, Will's the astronaut, and Dirk is space. Yeah. I just want to come home. So come home. You remember the city where we met? Yeah. Parts of it. With all of the, the tall, tall buildings and the bright lights, and it was on the edge of an ocean. Yeah. It was always so busy there. So many people. Always moving. Yep. The public transit was packed. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much they can do. <laughs> Which is weird, considering how much the planet, like, nobody lives on. I guess some people like living with other people. Yeah. It's nice being around that many people. It's not lonely. Sometimes you get lonely in the middle of a crowd. I guess. Have you ever gotten lonely in the middle of a crowd? Oh, yeah. When I was 18 and just setting out for my first year of service, when I was just there for the first time and looking at everybody who seemed to know where they were going when I just had a map, and everybody, nobody looked at me. And I felt so alone. That's a good thing you met me then. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Remember the day we met, how we literally ran into each other? <laughs> That's still funny. <laughs> it is. We didn't realize that we were going to be co-workers. No. Uh, how could we have? It's not like there's a uniform. <laughs> Neither of us were in uniform at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you asked me to direct you somewhere. Do you remember where it was? What, was it just to a coffee shop? I think it was just to a coffee shop that was literally right on the corner. I get so lost in cities. There's just <laughs> so much. Then you get to go to the little, like, havens of quiet when you go and visit other people. Yeah. You had a cat then, too. Yep. Different cat, though. Yeah. She was old. I miss her. She loved you, though. I think it was because I was quiet. I just sat there, and then she came to me, and I didn't chase her. And then she'd That's... pin you. You'd just be stuck in whatever wherever you were sitting, because it's illegal to move the cat. <laughs> so you always say. I'm right. Mm -hmm. 
I don't rem- Did you have a pet when you still lived in the city? No. I didn't think it would be fair to them. Have you ever had a pet? Had a fish as a kid. Huh. I think I killed it. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, the water wasn't right somehow. I mean, and a fish needs water. It, 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 they sure do need water. It happens. Most kids don't know how to take care of fish properly. Yeah. You never had a pet after that? No. How come? Well, I always thought it wouldn't be fair to get a pet and then go away. And I was always going away. First to the city, then to the stars. You think if you ever retire, you'd get a pet? Maybe. What'd you get? Maybe what would you get? Maybe I'd get a cat I could bring <laughs> over to visit your cat. Cat playdates. Um, they might not like each other, this is the thing, though. Cats are notoriously the worst roommates. <laughs> Funny, because they live in clusters in the wild. Well, I think it's because they think, like, their people are their families, and a new cat comes in, and they're like, uh, excuse you. You're excused. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's also the end of that scene. <laughs> so, come home... There was a time once where Anova brought you to the space between. Do you remember why they felt it necessary to bring you there? That was disorienting. They wanted me to understand something about why they were traveling where they needed to go. It was off my route. Ah. Oh. I just remember feeling like the ship was gone from around me and everywhere there were stars and one of the stars was in pain. So I took them there. <laughs> Can't really argue with the Nova. <laughs> Sorry, that's incredible. <laughs> you have thrown me off my whole ass game. <laughs> uh, the, the picture I'm drawing on is the one that's got all the colors, you know, the one that looks fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> How did you know the star was in pain? I could feel it. Like something asymmetrical. 
you know, when when something breaks wrong and you can just tell that it wasn't meant to be that way. I, I don't know how to describe it. Synesthetically, I could feel it. And did you ever run into that Nova again? No. Not that one. But you ran into another Nova? Some kid, halfway through their training, coming home from visiting their family or something, I just gave them a ride. There wasn't any weird psychic stuff this time. But it made me remember. Do you take on passengers often? No. Not very. Hardly ever. Did either of the Novas pay you? Yeah. No. Why would they do that? <laughs> you were doing them a favor, you know. They think they're doing the universe favors. And it I'm not going to argue with someone with a flaming sword, okay? Have you ever wanted a flaming sword? Oh, desperately. What would you do with it if you had one? I don't know. Light the campfire or something. Where have you been camping? The place. Just about any planet I land on where there's a wilderness, I go, I take a day, I see it. It's weird, the things that look like other things. The plants that, I guess there are only so many ways to have leaves, right? <laughs> What's the most interesting camp you've ever been to? Oh, the one in the Nova. Uh, not the Nova. The Nebula. On the edge of a cliff. Uh, looking out into that um, morass of color and light. And then reflected in the water below. That was gorgeous. When you saw the nebula reflected into the water, did you feel like maybe you could fall into the stars? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did you think about what that would feel like? 
to fall into the stars and be among them? No, I told myself it would be cold, it would be wet, because it was water and not the stars. So I didn't jump in. What if you could be among the stars? What if it wasn't cold and wet? It would be glorious. You should come home then. That scene, my dude. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was <I> fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm very pleased with myself. <laughs> All right, we rotate again. I am now space. I am the astronaut. <sighs> I just want to go home. So come home. Have you ever had a butterfly land on your hand? No, I've always wanted it to happen. But as much time as I spend outside... I don't see butterflies that often. There was a moth once. What happened with the moth? It just landed on my finger, but I also had honey on my finger, so I think it was trying to eat that. Still, that must have been cool. Yeah. It was a pretty gray moth with, like, this iridescent blue shine. I never seen anything like it. And uh that's all I remember about it. I don't even remember the planet, so I can't look it up. Wow. You know, um in elementary school, my class raised a bunch of butterflies from cocoons. Did you? Yeah. We had them all in, in a net in part of the classroom. And you could put your hand in. And the butterflies would probably not land on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. You don't want a pet. But maybe you could have an insect. Just for part of its life cycle. Just keep it through the... Just to see it come out of the cocoon. See the cocoon go translucent. See the wings of the butterfly through the cocoon. And then one day, it starts. It just starts tearing open. And the wings come out. And then the butterfly comes out. And climbs into whatever you've got the cocoon on. And starts spreading its wings. It's wonderful. You should do it sometime. 
Yeah, but then I'd have a butterfly on my ship, and, like, there's nothing on the ship for it to eat, and it might get in the way. That's fair. Didn't mean on the ship. I meant when you're visiting down here. Maybe you'll get lucky and come down when one of my kids is having a butterfly. How old are your kids now? Jamie is seven. Sarah is five. Gosh. They're so big. Yeah. Sarah's learning to, sp to write her name. Jamie's reading books with no pictures now. Wow. I remember when they were so little. You had to carry them everywhere or put them in the stroller. Mm-hmm. It's nice now, though. They take care of their own bodily functions most of the time. <laughs> Oh, no. Do you remember that one time we went to the cafe, the one where we first met, and there was just a little bit of an accident? Oh, God, don't remind me. <laughs> but you handled it so well. You always handle everything so well. You're a sweetheart. The cafe staff handled that well. That is who handled it well. <laughs> but uh, we did get a discount on our order that day. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I think they felt sorry for us. I felt sorry for us. Maybe you should have. It was... <sighs> Worst part of being a parent. Mm -hmm. At least so far. Uh -huh. Knock on wood. I don't have any wood around me to knock on, or I would. Knock on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredibly rude. <laughs> I am very rude and very unapologetic. <laughs> I will have you know that my head is made of something tougher than wood. <laughs> Carbon steel? Nanofibers? A voice from nowhere. It's made of bone. <laughs> <laughs> Space has gone in on this conversation. <laughs> Bring your hard head home. You hear me? Jamie wants you to see their play. Oh, wow. There's going to be a play? About what? About a kid who goes through a portal into another world and has to be saved by the people in that world because he doesn't understand anything. Aw, poor kid. Yeah, but he learns a lot. And when he goes home, he has useful lessons about home and about friendship. 
It's it's very cute. It sounds like it. I really want to see it. So come home. I think that's seen. Yeah. Can't knock on your own fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I think as we're getting closer to Tab's last breaths, uh, there's just, it's as if the stars that A can see show their colors, like, the thing about uh, images from the Hubble telescope is that space doesn't actually have colors. They're taken in different uh, uh, like types of light. So like there's infrared and stuff like that. And it's like you're seeing what space looks like when you take a photo with a UV light filter. And you can see the colors of the stars and the light the energy and you just hear so come home how many nebulas have you seen and star fields and things that you couldn't possibly describe or put words to hundreds thousands for sure what was your favorite I couldn't pick one. <laughs> There's so many I've seen. There was the the green one that looked like a giant snake in the sky. There was another one that had a million spiral arms. There was the nebula cloud that looked like an aurora borealis. Do you ever get tired of seeing them? How could you? They're all so different and interesting, and even the ones you've seen before are never the same. They change every single time. What are your favorite, like, when you take your photos, what is your favorite light filter to take photos with? I like to take them with the Zeta filter because that shifts everything a little into the blue scale. and. I like blues, and, um, my brother doesn't like blue as much, so it annoys him, and it makes me laugh. What if you could see all of space using a Zeta filter? <sighs> that would be amazing. 
You could. You think so? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be difficult, and you could see any place you've been before with brand new eyes. be able to experience everything all over again. That does sound incredible. Would you like to do that? Yeah. So come home. Fuck me, Renan. <laughs> <laughs> We're very good at this. <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> and now I am the astronaut. It is me. I want to come home. So come home. We still need to visit Ireland to get... Not Ireland. Space Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. Ireland is actually a decent name for a place. Yeah, right? Spireland's not bad. Yeah. We still need to visit Spireland. Uh, they've got those tall cliffs and green, green grass. Have you ever seen grass that green? I mean, I've seen really green grass in a couple of places, but I know what you're talking about. That grass in particular is very green. Why did we make plans like the kind of like sometime in the future kind of plans to go to Spireland anyway? I don't remember. Uh, we made the plans because my wife is from there and she is forever talking about how beautiful it is and there's this one cafe she wants us to all visit and uh your friend went there i know you don't text them anymore but they went to visit after jamie was born huh they didn't tell me about it they sent me pictures I sent those pictures on to you. I don't think I explained why I was sending them. I just thought they were pretty. Yeah, I I remember. I think I still have some of them saved to uh, my communicator. And there was one of a sunset where the clouds were so blue and the sun was so orange. And... I know you've been to lots of places with lots of beautiful sunsets, but I just remember thinking it's such an incredible view. It has to be something we should all experience together. Sunsets never get boring. No matter where you are. I'd like to see it. I just know scheduling has always been the problem, because anytime you're free, I'm not. 
And anytime Ugh. I'm free, you're not. Well, I have some time saved up, and you're going to have some downtime after this, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about taking a trip, but I hadn't decided where yet. Spireland would be nice. Yeah. We can go with, uh, your friend and my wife and the kids. After the play. Get me a bug. Get you a bug. <laughs> Spireland's probably got weird bugs. It probably does. They have all kinds of weird ambient magic going on there. I haven't visited, but that's why my wife's hair is that particular color of, I don't know, orange? pink it's a good color it's sunset colored exactly <laughs> i don't know though i was also thinking about you know visiting visiting those woods they're good woods i think at this point the astronauts breathing is starting to get shallower and a is starting to sound quieter and more tired uh just to add to this <laughs> well if you come home we'll visit the woods and we'll visit spireland and we'll get you a bug and we'll go see a play. And we'll see a play. You've just got to come home. I think that's scene. Yeah. So come home. I'm picking the picture with the yellow um up near the top and the extremely busy uh, color. Do you remember the moons? All of them together. The moons. Circling in perfect coordination around that great planet with the stripes and the ring in the around the yellow sun. Do you remember seeing the ice shoot up into the air? You were so close. I almost landed on one of those moons, but space stations in that solar system are few out in the outer parts. It can be difficult to set up, especially around that particular planet. The gravitational pull from the moons and, and the planet and the sun, it changes so much in predictable ways, but changing constantly makes it hard. But it catches um, 
pebbles in corners of gravitational pull, brings them together. Spaces like that. Disparate parts coming together to make something new. Mm-hmm. I think, I remember when I landed on Terra Luna, the, the outpost for Terra. I found one of those rocks stuck to the outside of my hull. And was it strange? Yeah, it had, um, a weird yellow, almost like glass honeycomb pattern. Do the planets value it? No, it was just like space junk, but it was pretty space junk. Do you still have it? I do, actually. Um, sits in my quarters. Would it's you like to? Go on. It has a lot of iron in it. It it can be magnetized easy. So I have it floating over like a magnet. How clever. Would you like to see where that is from? I would. I've always wondered. Nobody could ever tell me where that type of stone came from. There are so many things to see. I wish I had time to see all of them. So come home. That is definitely seen. <laughs> and that is six rounds of play. Let's look at the ending. When all six rounds are complete, gather the results from the end of each round. Their home is the one that was chosen the most amount of times. If the astronaut's soul goes home to ground control, how did ground control return the astronaut to Earth? How did the stars burn a little less bright without the astronaut? What place, excuse me, what place does the astronaut's soul go to rest? If the astronaut's soul goes home to the stars, how did the stars take care for the uh, how did the stars care for the astronaut's body? How does ground control memorialize the astronaut? What place does the astronaut's soul go to rest? If the astronaut's soul cannot decide which is home, how did the astronaut's soul split between Earth and space? How do ground control and the stars mourn the astronaut? What two places does the astronaut's soul go to rest? So, starting with the first astronaut, Will. I've got two points for the stars. <laughs> Dirk? I've got one point for the stars and one point for Earth. I have two points for the stars. So the astronaut's soul goes home to the stars. Yeah. How did the stars care for the astronaut's body? 
I have a pitch. You have a pitch? Go for it. I do. So I think part of the reason why the astronaut needed to be, like, alert and aware to get themselves back is because they were close enough to the planet to get pulled into its gravity. I think the ship burns up in atmosphere, and so does the astronaut's body. So the stars let the planet have uh, the body back, basically. Mm-hmm. They can share. Yeah, they can share. Yeah. So I think feeding into that, ground control memorializes the astronaut with a piece of the, the ship. Because, like, it didn't completely burn up. It probably hit the ocean. And they recovered what they could and memorialized it in... Where would they memorialize it? Where would they put this this memorial? In the woods? You yeah. Think so? Yeah, I I think in the woods would be where it is. I think like as a group ground control would anyway. I think the specific person who was talking to Tab probably does take that trip to Spireland and remembers M there, but I think ground control as a um, group of people probably decide it goes in the woods. I have a another pitch to go along with this. Maybe they, they purchased the property back. Aww. And make it, like, a rest stop. Not like a rest stop, but like if you're walking trails, it's a place where you can set down and rest for a little bit before moving on. Dedicated like campsite. Yeah, dedicated to the astronaut. Aww. I like that. So... What place does the astronaut's soul go to rest, remembering it goes home to the stars? We talked about a bunch of places. Yeah, and I don't, I think it's less that the soul goes to rest and more that the stars... It travels, right? Yeah, the stars fulfill their promise. Yeah. The astronaut gets to see everything with new eyes. And it gets to find out. Yeah. And it gets to find out where the, uh, that particular meteorite came from. Gets to see more stars born. And understand the space between better. I think that (laughs) we basically just made like a force ghost. (laughs) 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 That's kind of the vibe that this is. Sometimes you just have to make a, a force ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, the, the astronaut travels, Tap gets to travel, and the stars care for her air. Air soul. I was trying to find the words, not necessarily the pronoun, but thank you. 
um, and maintain that energy so that Tap can see everything. Mm-hmm. Aww. They will never, like, A will never see everything because the universe is constantly expanding. Right. So. And so the astronaut went home. This was good. This is good shit. This is a good goddamn game. This is a good goddamn game. It was a, a good, good tweet, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I will see if that tweet link still works and we can uh, link it when we post this. Um, <gasps> but so this has been Come Home by Kiana Shaw. Uh, which you can get on, uh, itch.io by going to, uh, kienas.itch.io forward slash come home. Uh, it's very good if you bought the, um, giant racial injustice bundle from a few years ago at the, the 2020. Uh, <laughs> um, you should own it. Uh, yeah. but it is like, go back to itch and see how much it is if you don't already own it. A price. $10. $10 Canadian. Ah. Yeah. $10 Canadian. So, it's a very good game. 100% recommend it. It was created for the Ad Astra Jam. Um... The PDF itself, very pretty. Yeah. It's got a lot of photos that are from, like, uh, NASA, New York Public Library, and Max McKinnon on Unsplash. So, it's a good game. Good game. I do very much like it. Yeah. We keep playing sad games. (laughs) We're not even sad, just like, emotional we're very emotional people this is true it's an emotional time yeah also i need to say out loud a joke that i made in the recording text channel (laughs) after will said that uh, you can't argue with nova's heart voice you absolutely should argue with a nova like 500 (laughs) percent you should argue with a nova just do it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's probably good for them. It really is. Right? <laughs> um, so I've been Izzy. You can find me on Twitter at the Sean Deer. You can find me on Tumblr at lotsadeer.tumblr.com. Um, you can commission me if you want to. I do artwork uh, and other stuff. You can. Listen to me on my other podcast, my Redwall Reread podcast at Abbey Archives. Um, we're currently, by the time this comes out, the break will be done, but we're currently in the middle of a break between books because Kit's on vacation and I'm tired. Um, you can. Words. Uh, you can find, uh, this podcast at Hope's Hearth Pod on Twitter and hopeshearthpod.tumblr.com. We made a Tumblr. We did it. 
Um, you did it. You're I did amazing. do it. I am the one who did it. Uh, I keep re- listen. Don't like if you're gonna follow us anywhere, please follow us on the Tumblr. Actually, because it's a I reblog so much dumb shit there. It's so much easier for me to utilize like Tumblr than it is for me to do Twitter. I've missed Tumblr so much. And we're very funny. Well, you're we're, very we're, funny. Yes, I am a very funny person. You're also very funny. Will, you are also very funny. Aww, All funny. Thank you. Uh, you can also find the podcasting collective that we're part of, uh, Hearthside Enclave, at HS Enclave on Twitter, and at hsenclave.tumblr.com. Uh, there is significantly less there than there is on the Hope's Hearth uh, Tumblr, but, you know, if more people interact with it, I will try and post more there. You know. Also, that's where all stream announcements will go. Um, we are going to be doing a charity stream at the, in the middle of June. Uh, and Kit and I, when Kit comes back from vacation, are going to start streaming a Redwall game that exists. Ooh. Which you will be able to find VODs for on our YouTube channel, which there will be a link to because, uh, it's not going to have enough people subscribed to it for us to make a custom link. Yeah. It's fine. Um... <laughs> But it'll be like Hearthside Enclave on YouTube. Um, so. With me has been Dirk. Hi, I've been Dirk. I shall remain Dirk for the foreseeable future. You can find me at PF underscore Diva on Twitter or uh, just PF Diva on Tumblr or Archive of Our Own. And, uh, in the Discord, you can find uh, you can find me in the Discord yelling at uh, one of our members for just general punnery shenanigans <laughs> and also cake. Uh, come to the Discord so you can hear about the cake. <laughs> we love you, Ben. You're very funny. It's true. Even though you're cursed for wet bones. <laughs> wet bones. <laughs> and with me has also been Will. Hello, I have been and often shall be Will. Um, you can theoretically find me on Twitter at same NB hat, that's same E-N-B-Y hat. Um, I am thinking of changing my Tumblr URL, so I'm not going to say it. Because it will probably be different. But find me in the Discord. Yes, you can find I actually all of us do in things Discord. in Discord. <laughs> yeah, you can find all of us in the Discord, which will be linked in the description below. And if you would like to support us and the things that we do, help us pay for hosting fees, help us pay for the games that we play, help us pay guests that we want to have on, you can go to coffee.com, coffee spelled K-O-F-I forward slash hs enclave and you know tip us or subscribe to us because we kit and i put up bonuses for uh abby archives and you're gonna start getting uh bonus stuff for uh hope's hearth pod because i'm gonna start talking about my alien species at some point and posting it just to the coffee Ooh. and you know you want to get in on that shit <laughs> I'm gonna have to start writing some stuff for uh things. Yeah, and there maybe we'll post uh I have been writing short stories to record similar to the Bone God's Death. Those are gonna get posted early. 
before getting posted to the main feed. Uh, Malia and I are actually recording the lines to one of those, hopefully next week. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, big fancy. I am super excited for that one. Um, so, we love you. Stay safe. Go home and stay home. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. The pandemic is not over as much as everybody wants to pretend it is. Um... I'm going to add a new thing on here. Um, punch Nazis. Punch transphobes. Uh, punch rich people. Did I say wash your hands? Wash your hands. Yeah, you did. But uh, saying it again never hurts. <laughs> yeah. Howdy, 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 howdy for Malia. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cue music. Let's clap. At the 15? Sure, that works. 15. listening. If you like this podcast and want to help keep it going, please consider donating to our coffee, linked in the description below. You can also follow our Twitter and Tumblr at Hope's HearthPod and join our Discord. This podcast is part of Hearthside Enclave, and some other shows you might like are Abbey Archives, a Redwall reread podcast, and Post-Apocalyptic News Radio, a Fallout-inspired audio drama.